Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is pod 81 and I am your host, Jay, with my co-host. I guess I'm the co-host with the co-host, Lita Herman. The co-host with the most. Uh, <laughs> with the co-most. Welcome back, everyone. I'm excited to be back and doing another podcast with you all. Yeah, we are into season five. We're launching it. I guess we've already launched it. So this is the next second one. The next one. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about changing your mind as your mind changes you. We're living as alchemists in our own lives. We all have lives here. As such, for Leader and I, and hopefully everyone out there, maybe a little bit more in the world, I don't know, I'm not being judgmental, we always reserve the right to change our minds as our minds change us leader, right? Oh yeah, it's about, you know, it's our it's the way that we can sometimes get rigid in our thinking and then our minds, you know, get sort of stagnant and don't want to change. Yeah, rigid but, is not cool. Yeah, but with alchemy we're asking our minds to change and as our minds change, guess what we change? Yeah, we change. We put that in our new book Through the Mystery Gate, which I just suddenly just not so subtly announced, but now we've already know the book is out, it's doing really well and we love it. But we put that in the book as a big part of the beginning, <laughs> because as we live and learn, yes. things change. Yes. And it's very important. And so today we're going to all, we're going to talk about our mindsets. Yeah. And we're going to use this season of the podcast to be a companion to that book through the mystery gate. So you can find it everywhere uh, that you buy books or listen to books or we are working on an audio version. So that'll be coming sometime in 2021. Yes, we're um, excited to, to offer an audio book So, as well. Lita, talking about mindsets, what is on your mind today? Let's do it. Let's go. Well, what does it mean to be flexible in your mind instead of rigid? And why is a flexible mind a so paramount? Yeah, for why is it so important? Yeah, for embarking on an alchemical journey. So in our book, Through the Mystery Gate, you know, we did... Okay, that's three times we've mentioned it. Can you tell we have a new book out? We're so we excited. Have, this is our unabashed promotional podcast. But no, it's very important right now for us to really, you know, we're really, this is where our mindsets are. And we want to bring everyone along on this journey as we deep dive into this book. Yes. And so, so much of alchemy is about radical transformation. I like that. Love so radical I, transformation. I like to say it's a revolution of your mind instead oh. of an evolution of your mind, which is which is awesome. We all want our minds to evolve. I mean, even an evolving mind is not a rigid mind, but a revolutionary mind. Now, that's a different kind of thing. Yeah. So does that mean we first have to start to challenge our belief systems, right? Yes. It's really challenging the belief systems that we're so comfortable with. It's getting out of our comfort zone. Sure. Comfort it's like our zones. safety blanket. Yeah. Yes. Our whoobies. Yeah, so if we challenge those comfort zones... So we have know, to chuck the whoobie? <laughs> we have to chuck the whoobie. <laughs> <laughs> I love my whoobie. <laughs> All right, how about we just fold it up and put it away for a little while? Yes. Okay. Well, you know, the whoobie is... <laughs> speaking of the whoobie, <laughs> the whoobie is kind of the things that we think we know. So okay. when we think we know a lot, and it's human nature to want to know things, it's human nature that we attempt to discover knowledge and then 
then we start to cling to it like our whoopee. I was going to say like to a life raft in a tumultuous sea, <laughs> but how about a whoopee and yeah. you're, you know, one and a half years old. We cling to hey. it. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm yeah. more than one and a half, but I, I still love my whoopee. You still love your whoopee. But okay. I like the life raft. The life raft is a good idea. I wouldn't see and we hold yeah. on to it as our, our you know, lifeline of reality, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is there really a reality? I'm not sure. <laughs> but those things that we think we know, that's the Whoopi, and then we don't continue to ask new questions and or pursue, better questions or better questions, and we stop pursuing new ideas. So that's when we lose the flexibility of our minds, and then we can't evolve even or become more self aware. All right, so alchemy has to challenge every belief in our belief system to work. Is that what you're saying? Like basically, yeah, yeah. So we are again asking better questions. Boy, do I sound like a broken record? Well, that is your phrase. I know. Jay. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Right? <laughs> asking better questions. Yes, let's create. An inspired action. <laughs> hey, everyone, if you want an inspired action t shirt that says, that Ask says, yourself better questions, then, let me know. Yeah. Email we'll, us. We'll make it. Email us at, um, at info, Lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or Jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. Sure, anything at inspiredactionpodcast.com. Actually, inspired we're going to make a new website, a new email rather that says anything at inspiredactionpodcast.com. Okay, we'll make, we'll make one Okay, before. so we're, we're going down the path already. <laughs> we need to stay a little focused. So asking better questions means challenging your belief system. You know, do you really need your whoopee? Can you yeah. live without your whoopee? Yeah, because you're challenging everything you think you know. And if you think you know something, well, you really can't possibly know all of it. You can't know everything. So you have to keep asking more questions. And what would what fun in life would be if you knew all the answers already to everything? Yes, yes. And so, you know, let's let's just for today, let's start at the source of so much misunderstanding in all of our belief okay, systems. Okay, wait, before we get too far, let's just, okay. before we get down the road, because that's really awesome and we'll talk forever on that, but let's just go and talk a little bit how people can connect with us um, since a lot has changed since season four, depending on when you are listening to this. But I, I love to keep everyone up to date because I get emails all the time about what are you doing? Where can we get more? So more, more, more. Well, we created more. It's called the the Alchemy Learning Center. <laughs> so we created more. It's called the Alchemy Learning Center. I, I was thinking Inspired Ashton Podcast, but the podcast is connected to the Learning Center. And that's where we host our classes and workshops and webinars. And we have a really cool uh, night called Wu Wei Wednesday, where Lita and I show up every Wednesday night and do live with the group, with the members. And you can come as a guest if you like, because yes. we love to have new people. Even if you're not a member, you can pop in. And so we created a, a little bit of a community platform for all the Inspired Actioneers and the alchemists to share their thoughts and feelings. Yes. And we, you know, we have groups and forums. And so, you know, you can go there and find your peeps. Right. And leave your will be at the door. <laughs> ah, no, you can secretly be clinging to it a you little can, bit. You can bring it for a while anyway until yes. you don't need it anymore. Yes. So we I just, have no judgment right, about whoopies. We also have guided meditations that Lita did that are amazing. We have some of our books, Connecting Your Circle. And just, you know, for us, it's about the live events. We love to do live events. Yes. And, and we Lita, have a new live event this summer, oh, which is do? Advanced Five Elements. Ooh. Which you can also I already know access. That. Yes. The Advanced Five Elements is going great. We're really excited about it. And so, you know, you can check that out as well in the Learning Center. So that's alchemylearningcenter.com. Yes. Okay, great. So let's go back. That was a little, another little distraction. So 
I, I want to go back to this rigidness, this, you know, clinging to the belief system. And, and how does that tie into what we're talking about when alchemy later? Well, today uh, we we were going to sort of really look at that belief system because the belief system is, you know, sort of what alchemy is working on. It's like, do we really need to believe that we're going to, you know, grow old, decrepit and die at the age of 80? Or can we imagine immortality or becoming, you know, more, have more longevity in our life and being happy in those older years. For example, that's a huge belief system. Well, I would say the number one, let's tackle, let's go right for the biggie. The big one, death and dying. Yes. Right? That's got to be the biggest one that everyone's afraid of. That's the big bugaboo. That's the one. So one of the first steps in in stage one of alchemy is to tackle this, these kinds of fears, the big, big ones, the ones that are underlying all your other fears. Is that that really the biggest that is the biggest fear of life it's death so it's it's about this feeling of our impending doom the belief that this impending doom is at least you know coming and it's so deep and paralyzing that some people are afraid to even live all they think about is dying so they're not really living well and it's kind of ironic that you say that because i think the main um theme of all the work we do is you die before dying you yes. let go of all that so you can truly live. That's so, actually what die before dying kind of yeah, means. It's, so, a, it's about letting go of that fear of death. Okay, so if the theory of the foundation of all the fears, all of them is fear of dying, how do we then let that go? How do we start to move towards the die before dying philosophy if you're new to this? Yes, and I just want to say we should do a whole podcast, Jay, on die before you know, die before you I'm dying die. to do it. You're dying to do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's okay, do so it. we'll slip that into this season because yes. I really want to do it. Maybe we'll do it next because or one of the two. There's much more to it than we're going to talk about today, but let's just talk about this fear of dying. You know, think, if even if you're afraid of just like, you think you're really focused on, I don't want to lose my lover, like my the love of my life. Like, that would be relationship. That's relationship. It seems to have nothing to do with death. But fundamentally, we are social creatures, so we depend on each other for survival. Somewhere beneath this fear that you might have of losing that love of your life is a deeper fear that you'll be alone and Mm, unable to take care of yourself. Hence, then you would die from the lack of help or lack of a social family. Or loneliness or outcast or, I don't know, broken heart. All of it. Uh, Yeah, okay. So even in something that looks like it's not about death, the deepest, deepest level might be about death. So we're it's the feeling that we're unable to help ourselves in that case. And is it is it the vulnerability of love? Yes. The vulnerability of, you know, we are fundamentally dependent on each other for survival. Yeah. So okay. uh, that's totally rings true. I know a lot yeah. of people when I work with them, they do have relationship or they once we start to work, they they really have a fear of being alone. Is that the same yes. than a relationship? Because they're not conscious of the death part. They just think it's fear of being alone, but the but our body is programmed to be afraid of being alone. Because socially You mean our brain or our actually body? Our whole physical System? body is is programmed to need other people to survive. we It's like every cell in our body feels yeah. Well, this. we're social creatures. We're social creatures. We're not creatures. really designed to be isolated. We're pack yeah. animals. 
um, as we evolve, we're we're meant to be, even if that pack is small. Right. And in Chinese medicine, they say that the worst thing that can happen to a person is excommunication being yeah. thrown out from your community. Oh, yeah. Think about it, right? It's the most painful thing. And why? Because it triggers this fear of dying. So, what other fears could be yeah, triggered? Yeah, so you can take any fear you have. Um, you could say, like, fear of getting fired. Or, from your job, yep. Okay. Yep. Fear of, you know, your creativity being stifled or fear of a parent or a child dying before you, you do. Um, anything, it can come down again to this deeper sort of unconscious fear of death. I'm not saying that we're all walking around thinking about death all the time. Probably we're not. We have we have more conscious fears that seem applicable to the situation in our lives. But the argument is underlying that fundamentally is a fear of death. Sure. I, I have a lot of uh, people that I work with and they fear that someone's going to take their money and yeah. they're going to have nothing. Right. So is that fear they're going to die poor yeah. or with poverty or well, no prosperity? You know, or? If you have no money, you'd have no way to take care of yourself. And no one could take care. Yeah. You'd, okay. See, yeah. So I, I mean, it all, I think it for me, back it goes to, back to the nine palaces, yes. which is where I, I, I always link everything to. We could take every nine pa- of them, every one of the nine palaces, career, health, wealth, you know, all of it. And we well, could- Well, you might as well do them all now. Okay. Career, <laughs> relationship, health. Wealth, home, creativity, which is also children, travel, wisdom, and prosperity. Ding, 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 ding. Applause. Yay. Yay. You can take all of those and you could probably say that any fear you're having about any one of those topics. Yes. We could probably get back to the unconscious fear behind it. And then depending on what your elemental stack up is, that is where the energy is going to go. Wow, that was really cool. So if anyone who's a longtime listener or in his follows us, boy, that think about that. Yeah. How you move through life energetically, what your stack up is, like if it's wood, fire, water. Okay, so that's mine. I just happen to say that. And how, (laughs) you know, health and wealth. And then, so you can just kind of connect the dots. Yeah. So, so if this you, is a theory. It's I a mean, theory, yes. You know, it's not, I, I'm sure it can be argued that some people really believe that they are not afraid of death unconsciously underneath it all. And obviously, we're trying to overcome that fear of death. So maybe you've yes. already done that. So if you're embarking, if you're embarking on alchemy, yes. the ninth stage of alchemy, you've introduced alchemy into your life. What's the first thing we need to we need to talk about, think about? It is this thing. It's to question your fears. Question whether you can accept that death is part of life, that endings make space for new beginnings, and that there's no reason to fear death. Boy, we could have started with that. That sounds really good. That could have been the opening uh, thing there, because can you say that again? Like, can you think of that and say that again? Okay. Endings make space for new beginnings, so there's no reason to fear death. So that relationship, that love of your life, absolutely, you don't ever want the love of your life to walk out of your life. But if they did, heaven forbid, okay, it's horrible, but if they did... That means there's space for something new. And that doesn't feel good when it's happening, but, you know, you know, let time pass and perhaps that new beginning's even more wonderful. Hard to imagine, but it's possible. So that's why, you know, these fears that govern our lives, these fears that make us do things that maybe aren't really authentic to ourselves, we have to tackle those first in alchemy. They're the, the priority. 
you know, and and it it, it sounds a little dark, <laughs> you know, talking a little about dark. All this but you know, this death. to get through to the die before dying, or to be yes. living in the moment yes. and having this space for new beginnings, new thoughts, new experiences. You kind of have to look at it, and we, I think, in the society, we make it dark. It's not really dark. They say right. everyone thinks, you know, death is darkness. Right. Right. But maybe it's the light, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, just to get back to the alchemists and what they believed, you know, the alchemists believe that you don't really die, that even, you know, when your physical body dies, you transition to another non-physical state and perhaps you become reborn. So it's a belief system that inherently asks us to stop being afraid of death and embrace death. Yeah. Okay. I, I am. I get that. So one of the reasons it's easier for alchemists to embrace death is the is to understand how people die. All right, all right. let's talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> all let's right. go even darker. Okay. Well, you know, it it's it, not to get morbid, but again, like dying is not necessarily a bad thing. So, you know, why not go all the way to the end or is it at the end? You know, or is it a new beginning? Right. So when we die, the Chinese medicine and alchemy point of view is that your spirit transitions to this other state. And actually, I'm going to get a little bit nerdy here. Actually, you have five spirits in Chinese medicine. Five parts? Five parts. So the fire element is the, is the one that we call Shen. And that spirit is your divine, your divineness. So is that a word? Divineness. Sure. So it's like it's like we could even call it the God self. It's the part of you that's that's the part of the collective whole. So when you die, it immediately goes back to whatever we want to call it: divine, God, the Tao, the it Borg. Just, yeah, the Borg. That's very much like Star Trek, the Borg. I'm just saying that, you know, little pop culture there. There you go. And so, you, you know, that part Hey, just, how does everything tie back to Star Trek? I don't know. Everything in this podcast ties back to Star Trek. I know, I, yeah, okay, but I'm just, just saying. Okay. And so that's the first of the five. The second one is the wood part, and that is called the hun, H-U-N, and it is your memories, and they get stored in what's called the Akashic Records after you die. So that part of your spirit goes back to this like divine library of all these past life memories, and this particular life gets its own little book in the library. And so that's called the hun. And then the next one is the metal. Well, that was Doctor Who, by the way, just yeah. saying the library. Boy, I'm I'm on right now. Okay, so that's a Doctor Who with the library. Everyone gets a little book. Okay. And then the metal part is the po. So the po is the part of you that sticks around on earth. So the other two kind of go away, go far away. The metal part, the po, just sticks around for a bit and interacts with your loved ones. So a lot of people probably out there have had someone close to them die, and it's you know tragic and hard to let someone go. But many people come into my clinic all the time, and they talk about, you know, it felt like they were here the other day. You know, I had a dream about them; it was so real. I felt like they were right there, and so wow, you know, that's because their Poe is sticking around and trying to communicate with you. It wants to make sure everyone's okay because, you know, people that die suddenly, they don't they don't want to leave anyone behind. Maybe they didn't get to say goodbye. And so, you know, this gets very confusing for them and they've had this accidental death perhaps. And so they're still floating around kind of bodiless 
And so that's where, you know, a shaman or a Taoist priest. Is that can, the romantic ghost? Yes, a romantic ghost. They they just want to hang out. How long do sure. they hang out for? They usually hang out for a good 40 days, or we could say 42 days, Jay, because that's your 42. favorite number, the number of the universe. There you go. It has to be 42 then. <laughs> and so they hang around, and then eventually they they dissipate. They They kind of resolve this need to hang around. And if so, they don't, you have to go find someone like Lita. Yes. To who's a shaman and yes, and help show them, them the way. Along. Help them along. So sometimes people Who are you gonna do call? Need help. Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. So that's basically and So why would they connect with you? Well, you know, um, in Chinese medicine, many of us who are practicing this kind of work are basically trained to help them and sort of communicate with them, help them transition, and eventually after a month or two, you know, help them sort of dissolve back to the earth. They really shouldn't stick around for, for much longer and than that. And if they do... You know, then what it's it's a haunting. And so today, you know, we could do a whole podcast on that, but today isn't about that. But but basically we shepherd them back to the light. Okay, so that's two new podcasts we're gonna work on because that's a lot of fun. I <laughs> yes. love to talk about that. So all right, so what about the other two parts of the spirit? You said there was five. Yes. So there's also one called the Yi, Y-I, and that has to do with the earth element, and it's it's really your identity for this lifetime. So you get born, you know, immediately you start having interactions with your mother, maybe your father, maybe a sibling. Already you're starting to develop an identity. And so that identity is only for this lifetime. So the Yi dissolves as soon as you die. The minute you die, the yi is gone. You go kind of go back to the hole. So you don't really have an identity anymore, except for those memories that the hun takes back to the library. And the next one is the water one, and that's called the zhe, which is spelled odd, Z-H-I. And so that one has to do with your what you want to accomplish in this life, your will to live, we call it. And so it's everything that you need to do. And so, of course, a dead person doesn't need to have a jure anymore since they're not going to do anything on the physical plane anymore. Unless so that, they want to haunt you. <laughs> right. Then they got something that, on the agenda. That's true. That's true. I'm going to stick around. <laughs> Hopefully, the jure just, just disappears the second you pass away. So... All right, so that was five. Uh, yeah. So little, di little digression there, little but digression. We're, we're okay. <laughs> so getting back to fear of death, one of the first things we're going to work on in alchemy is releasing this fear of death. Sounds easy, right? Yeah, Bing, not, just let it go. Not easier. It's easier said than done. And Actually, if you work on it, it does get easier. Yes, it does get easier. But stage one is... Is so, all about that. Yeah. So the, the first step of stage one, enter the mystery gate, is all about your fears. So with alchemy, it's something that happens naturally as you embrace with your life fully, which means, you know, the natural arc of your life, you know, the rise and fall of your life. Just like in spring when there's a rising and birthing out of the earth, eventually it leads to the fall and the and and the end of life is so much, you know, about the greenery of life falling, you know, dying away, falling back to earth. And then there's a loss of life. But it's all part of a grand scheme. So the point is we, we need to accept that this natural flow of life, but for some reason we're afraid to well, it allow it. It sounded very beautiful when you said that. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the arc or the flow of life, I mean, yes. it sounds very 
amazing. And if you look at a tree and you see it blooms and the fruit and the leaves and they die off and they fall back onto the ground and they start again, you know. Yeah, just think if you, if you only liked the spring and the flowers on the tree in the spring and you hated the, how could you hate the autumn leaves? I know, leaves? it's so They're beautiful. Gorgeous. So They're if beautiful. you apply that to your life and you don't try to fight it mm-hmm. and you be able to live where you are without the baggage right. of the past and you right. can be authentic, that sounds pretty cool. Not to mention it's kind of pointless to stop you know, to attempt to stop change. Change right, is endemic yeah. in life. It's inevitable. You can't stop the freight train of change. Nope. <laughs> Don't even try. So, you know, um, again, I'm going to get a little nerdy here. The yin-yang symbol that everyone knows, the one that, that you'll see on a lot of our websites, it's it's not a static symbol. We have to draw it static because it's on a piece of paper or on your computer or whatever, but it's actually drawn that the curvy line is supposed to represent motion. Constant, constant. motion. Yes, yes. Constant yes. motion. What goes up must come down. And so the yin-yang symbol is about constant change. Up so it and must down. go down so something else can go up. Yes. So it go down. Yes. In and out, up and down. The immortals, you know, they weren't trying to stop change. The Chinese immortals, we've talked about them before. So let's discuss this more in our next podcast because, you know, they're, if, were they trying to stop the freight train of change? No, they were simply riding the top of the train. Or were and, they trying to jump off it entirely? Yeah. I don't know. In fact, you know, the most famous picture of one of the big Chinese immortals, Sun Ximiao, was him riding a, ta- a dragon in the clouds. And that was his freight train. Like, yeah. no one could even imagine that you could ride a dragon, but an alchemist is pictured that way a lot. Well, you know, I, I that would be a really cool tattoo out there if someone really wanted yes. to get that. Not me, but <laughs> I, I'm just saying that would be it's a really cool image. And, you know, if we can find that image, we will post it somewhere yes. in the Learning Center, maybe Actually, for this episode. We'll post it for this yes. episode, for sure. So, so that's so. a great place to stop for yes. today, Lita, because, wow, my head is already expanded. So I guess the idea is look at your rigid thinking, try to be more flowing and accepting. Think about the fear of dying and how it may apply to one of the nine palaces in your life and how you energetically would, you know, kind of be inclined to react or not react to that. And think about the concept of die before dying. We're going to talk about that throughout this whole episode, probably throughout the rest of the podcast forevermore, because it's such an important thing. And, you know, come join us in the Learning Center. Come on Wednesday night. We Actually, do a- this Wednesday, if you're listening to this live, uh, meaning like in the week that we posted it. I mean, this- what's the odds of that? But yeah. okay, we had now live in a podcast world. So Okay. So uh, we're going to have a Wu Wei Wednesday on this topic. So we're going to do some exercises together. And so even if you do miss that particular Wednesday, it'll be posted in the Learning Center for our members. So- or you can just use this as you will be and hug this podcast. Because yes, that's go. what it's meant for. <laughs> It's meant for you to think about uh, asking yourself questions and better questions. There you go. So that's it. Thank you for coming, and we will see you somewhere in the real world. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there? We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. 
You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog.